0: Parshas Chukas is the home of one of the most tragic and troubling narratives in the entire Torah, and that is the story at Mei Meriva, the Waters of Strife, where Moshe Rabbeinu, in attempt to retrieve water for the thirsty Klal Yisrael, infamously hits the rock instead of merely speaking to the rock as Hashem had commanded him. We know that because at that moment Moshe Rabbeinu failed to sanctify Hashem's name and to cause Klai to believe in him, as the Psukim put it, Moshe Rabbeinu was stripped of the right to enter Eretz Yisrael. Now the narrative is troubling on so many different levels and much ink has been spilled to try to decipher what was the nature of Moshe Rabbeinu's sin? What was the nature of the test at Mei Mariva, Why Hashem's judgment against him was so harsh? And how exactly Moshe Rabbeinu could have messed up and gotten the commands of Hashem wrong? And for these reasons, the story at large is going to be well beyond us. But I do believe there are some lessons that we could take from it, many lessons, and some that we can understand, at least on our own level. In order to do that, we have to address an even simpler question that's in plain sight if you're reading the Pesukim. When the Bnei Israel complained to Moshe Rabbeinu about their thirst, Moshe Rabbeinu turned to Hashem, and Hashem gave him some basic instructions. We know most famously that Hashem told him, Speak to the rock, and then you'll retrieve the water. The water will emerge. It will be extracted from the rock, and you can give Klai Israel to drink. But perhaps the most troubling Instruction that Hashem gave Moshe Rabbeinu that day is right in the beginning of his directions. The first few words that Hashem uttered to Moshe Rabbeinu, kach es take the staff. Why exactly would Hashem command Moshe Rabbeinu to take his staff? Unless, of course, Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to perhaps use that staff, maybe to strike the rock, to retrieve the water. We do know, in fact, that there was a point in time in history before Parshas Chukas when Moshe Rabbeinu was given such an instruction to take his staff and to use it to strike a rock, to retrieve water for the Bnei Yisrael. That was back in Parshas Beshalach. It's no wonder why Moshe Rabbeinu might have had a thought, at least four thoughts, as strike the rock in this story. Of course, that last instruction to strike the rock, the punchline, is omitted, it's absent from the story in Chukas, but it very much seems like Hashem set Moshe Rabbeinu up for this mistake, for this blunder, for this failure. And we really have to wonder then, why Hashem would have commanded Moshe Rabbeinu to take the staff? What was the point of that command? Was Hashem trying to trip Moshe Rabbeinu up? Did Moshe Rabbeinu not listen carefully enough? Did Moshe Rabbeinu read too much into the possible implications of the command? Was Moshe Rabbeinu set up to fail? Now, as I said, the story will largely be beyond us, but we're going to do our best with some of the, some help from some of the Mefarshim. and making sure that as we proceed to try to understand the mistake of Moshe Rabbeinu that we recognize that Moshe Rabbeinu did whatever he did on his exalted level and that we can't truly understand. With that said, some of them, aforetime, point out that the key problem with Moshe Rabbeinu's actions at this time was that they came from a place of chaos, of anger, which is something that, certainly on our level, we confront this every single day. It's something that we must address in our own lives. The concept, the emotion of chaos, anger, something which clouds all of our best judgments. So the Ramban, the Rev Hirsch, they, they both point at this. Mida of Ka'as, which might have tripped Moshe Rabbeinu up at this time. Granted, Moshe Rabbeinu was told some instructions which may have been a little bit obscure. And maybe without Ka'as, Moshe Rabbeinu would not have missed any of the instructions. Then Moshe Rabbeinu would have executed everything properly. Everything done well, Moshe Rabbeinu would have succeeded Yes, Hashem, in fact, did set up Moshe Rabbeinu. But if not for Kass, Moshe Rabbeinu would have succeeded. He would have overcome. He would have passed the test. And not only that, but apparently the teaching moment where Hashem's name would be sanctified, where the Bnei Isra would believe in Hashem, it would have been fulfilled. But what happened with the teaching moment? What got lost? We know that Rashi quotes the Medrash, explains that Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to teach a lesson, that if he would just speak to the rock, command the rock, tell the rock what the Ratzon Hashem was, and the inanimate object would merely listen, and then obey, Klaistro would learn that no one needs to get angry, that no one needs to get hit, and nothing has to be stricken before they listen, and that they, in fact, can possibly overcome their own anger, their own distresses that caused them to cry out in an inappropriate way. But what happened? Moshe Rabbeinu rebuked the Bnei Israel and said, you think we can retrieve water from this rock? You think we're going to just do this naturally? Of course it's going to be the Yad Hashem. This was the lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu needed to teach, and Rav Hirsch explains that, yes, the, the words themselves... Was the appropriate message, which it was exactly what the Bnei Israel needed to hear at that time. The problem is that when Moshe Rabbeinu uttered the words "Shimuna Hamorim," and the, "Listen, O rebels," and acted out of anger, the appropriate message was eclipsed by that anger. The message would not be heard. The message of "Don't get angry. Don't lose your cool" could not be taught to Klai Shirel when perhaps. The voice of that message was someone who, on his exalted level, let ka'as get the best of him. Yes, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, kach es take your staff, to hold your staff. But Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to specifically hold and withhold the staff. Hold the staff in your hands. Show Ka'asrael that you have the option of striking, that you have the option of forcing you have the option of reacting out of ka'as. Show them that that option is there and then do not use it. Show them that you can work with just speaking. Show them that you don't have to get angry. Show them that they can learn to follow my without anyone forcing their hand. Show them that perhaps they can get what they need without complaining and without getting aggressive, without losing their cool, but by just doing the Ratzon Hashem, talking calmly. That teaching moment would never be exacted. And so Hashem had to teach a different lesson. The lesson of, if you do act out of kas, you do lose control, even on an an exalted level, there will be a consequence. You will not necessarily get what it is that you want. You might get your message out, you might say the words that you want to say, but the message will not actually get across. It will not be communicated. And there will have to be consequences for that. At the end of the day, the story is a very difficult one. But perhaps this lesson about ka'as is something that we can all take, something that we could all gain from. And we should be zohcha to remember what the Ratzon Hashem is at every moment, to be very careful with the instructions of Ratzon Hashem and also to realize that in the heat of the moment of chaos it's very hard to control. It's very hard to have our best judgment with us. We should be Zocha to keep calm and rock on.